Welcome to the Associates Corner, the project where our mission is to empower you with tools, ideas, and strategies to elevate your associateship and your career. Join us. Let's get started. everyone. Welcome back to the Associates Corner. It's Catherine here to just share some thoughts with you. Uh, hope your week is off to a great start. Whatever you're doing, whether you're driving into the office or maybe maybe you're out of the office and having, having a nice day away. Hope you're doing well. We'll jump right in today. Uh, like I said, today, no interview. We'll just be discussing, honestly, some thoughts I had that I thought might be interesting to others as well as we're considering our careers. To start, though, let's go ahead and think about something clinical that I could share, a little clinical pearl for you. Today's clinical pearl, I'm thinking about isolation of soft tissues, especially when I'm thinking about full arch scans. We do a lot of digital dentistry in, in the office I'm at, um, full arch scans, for example, uh, we were doing a Sure Smiles case. We use Sure Smiles clear aligners. And the process of scanning top and bottom full arches, we use both the Omnicam and the Prime Scan as our digital scanners. Both have a huge amount of digital power to them, right? It is so important to have a clear clinical field to get a good image though. What that means, lift the buckle tissues out of the way, get the lips out of the way, make sure everything's dry. And one of the best ways I've found to do that is using an optergate. An optergate is very effective at retracting the lips off the field you're trying to scan, especially when doing full arch scans or if you're training your staff members to do this, fantastic tool to use. you know, as with any type of retraction, it can feel like a little bit of a mouthful, prep the patient for that appropriately. But once placed, the scanning can be so much more effective. And, you know, whatever product we're making, whatever uh, whatever appliance we're making, or whether it be a restorative item, it's only as good as the scan we get. The data we, we can only get out of the data as good as what we put in. Um, so getting those soft tissues out of the way, I'm finding is just, it, it's a game changer. Try an Optergate. You might love it. Uh, see if it works well for you and or for your staff if they're doing some scanning for you. You know, as I'm talking about this clinical pearl, I do want to interject that this podcast is not sponsored by any of the aforementioned products or brands. If anyone would like to reach out to sponsor, hey, we are open to that. Please do contact us. But just for, you know, the record, nothing is sponsored in this podcast currently. Moving on to the main topic for today. Somewhat this is an extended analogy, but I almost hesitate to say truly just an analogy because we we see phenomena in that we experience in life repeated in the natural world, right? So it's not even necessarily that this is directly an analogy, which it is once we get into it, you'll you'll see where I'm coming from on that. 
But I do think looking to the natural sciences, the basic sciences, can sometimes be very elucidating. I personally, I love thinking back on my education. People will hold different schools of thought. Some people say, you know, oh, well, why are we learning X, Y, Z? I'll never use that when I'm cutting a cavity prep. I disagree on that, to be honest with you. I think we are a product of the thoughts we invest in. We're a product of the process of learning. We can become more invested thinkers and honestly, better providers given a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of background, lifelong learning essentially. All that to say, I love thinking back on my education, my basic sciences, and some of this may be digging back into some dental school prereqs for you, but... What I want to think about today is thinking back to physics and the definition of work, force, and displacement. And we're really not doing story problems here about a box sliding down an inclined plane, but I will say that there are some relationships that I think we can glean some really great information from. So a common colloquial phrase, right? I'm going to work. I'm going to you know, you have to go to work every every day or whatever you're doing. And for some of us, dentistry, we consider it our calling. For some of us, it's our profession. Ultimately, we are all going to work when we do it. And I know the saying, never work a day in your life when you love what you do. It's true. But for this analogy, let's let's consider clinical dentistry our work, or at least our career is our work. Let's think about all the way back to prereqs, like I said, that basic science definition of what work is. Work equals force times displacement, or maybe more accurately, work is a force t- multiplied by a change in position. In my mind's eye, I envision that most simple physics problem of like an object with mass or a square block being sketched out. So work is being done on that object. Or in our case, we're going to say work's being done on our career progression Work is being done in our life. So I'd love to consider the idea of force in that equation. Force being a vector on an object, right? But in order to effectively do work on that object, that force has to be in the same direction or parallel with the direction of motion. When I was thinking about this, I started to think, you know what? We have so many forces in our life. If we're thinking about work being done on an object, work being done on our career progression. Man, if we consider all of the forces in our lives, there are so many inputs. And then I think back to, well, how can we simplify that? How can we boil it down, name and claim what's going on in our lives, really be the true navigators of where our life is heading? First, we have to identify where we are, what's going on on this What forces are acting on us? We have so many inputs. And maybe we need to break those down into their components. From a physics standpoint, I think about all those vectors that may be acting on this single block that we sketch out. I'm thinking about a free body diagram of our lives pretty much. If if you can extrapolate to that with me, maybe maybe draw it out if you want. But even back, even back in the most simple equations. We'd have to say, okay, well, we, we can't truly calculate work until we break these vectors down into their component parts. You know, that good old like cosine theta. What, what is the angle? What is the difference 
between the initial vector and the direction of motion because that now changes the force on that block. So what does that mean to what we're saying here in our lives and our career progression? We've got countless forces in our lives. Very rarely, I would say, is a force in our life in a single direction, that same direction of movement that we would want our, to see our career progress in. First of all, identifying the forces. Uh, shout out to my high school physics teacher who would always say, all right, so start by drawing a free body diagram. Identify the forces. Same thing in our life. We, it, it becomes so empowering to identify the forces we have acting in our life. If we're like, whoa, 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 why is my career going this way? Why is my life taking this turn? There are reasons. There are forces acting in our lives. And if we can identify those first and metaphorically diagram it out, heck, maybe maybe you actually want to diagram it out. That's, out. that's up to you. But then we have to look at our goals, right? What What is our goal for the work being done on our career progression? And I'm using career progression because this is the associate's corner. We're talking about development of self in a career, development of, you know, profession. We're, we're multifaceted individuals. We need to have multiple forces in our lives to be the best providers we can, but also to be the best people we can, right? We're, we're not single focused necessarily at some points in life, perhaps we needed to be, if you remember, you know, preparing for clinical boards, maybe, maybe you had a single focus there for a while. Um, but life is, life is so multifaceted yet to be true, uh, owners maybe is the wrong word, but to be good servants of our own lives, how can we break down and identify those vectors acting on our life with direction and magnitude? Because not all are the same magnitude. Maybe commitment to family and family needs has a huge magnitude and direction in your life. Maybe there are financial forces acting in your life. The statistics show that the debt after dental school is going up these days. Maybe that's a force acting in your life. Maybe fear is a force acting in your life that you are aware of or not aware of. Maybe those have different magnitudes at different times in your life. Maybe you're fueled by excitement about a new opportunity and that's a force in your life. Aligning that and understanding the direction your career is going to respond to that is hugely helpful. You can then name it, claim it, own it, and direct it. Be the true owner of the forces in your life, or at least be aware to the point where you can understand which way you're going. I love to think about that cosine theta. You know, if we're thinking about an x-axis direction, it's like, what's the difference between maybe the angle that that initial vector is drawn and the path of motion. Interestingly, uh, forces are not only in the same direction as motion. You know, here I was talking about angles. So maybe, the, you know, different things are a little bit off angle. There, there are also forces in direct opposition to career progression. Um, the sooner you can name, claim, identify, and optimize these forces, 
the sooner you'll get to where you want to go. I don't think that circumstances need to be the reason we say, oh gosh, well, here I am. I, I don't know how I got here, but X, Y, or Z is happening and now I'm, I'm stuck. Rarely is that the case. I would say never, always and nevers, you know, don't pick those on multiple choice tests. Maybe don't use them in life either very often. But I, I love thinking about that, that physical world example Physicists have learned to understand the, what we observe in the natural world and calculate it. And I understand this is an incredibly simple example. I mean, we're saying work equals force times displacement. But at the same point, there's something to it. In physics, you know, we use math to explain the world and uh, we use we use equations. I don't think life is so far from that. The more we can break it down, understand what's going on, optimize, maybe do draw a free body diagram of your life. Might be, might be very, in, uh, might give a lot of insights. Moving on to the second part of the equation, though, I like also thinking about displacement or change in position, right? Uh, shout out to the Northwestern Physics Department. I still remember the day in lecture where, I, I, I honestly, I'm so thankful for the fantastic uh, instructors I've had over my education. Just the people and places who are behind where I am today. I love thinking back on that. Uh, it's just, it, it, makes me, it makes me absolutely thankful. Um, it's been a cool, it's been a cool journey and, and still continuing. Anyway, I remember that day in physics where, you know, they were, they were really, what, day one of lecture, kind of just ha hammering in the point that if there is no overall change in, in displace, in, in position, if you start and end in the same position, that factor is zero. Your, your product is of zero. And so no work is being done. I'd be interested to kind of apply that idea to our analogy as well. Work only occurs when you don't stay in the same place, when displacement doesn't equal zero. And I think about, so again, if we kind of take the idea of work being done on this entity of career progression, we have to, we have to move ourselves in a direction. We have to move ourselves from point A to point B. And we talked, you know, I was talking about, okay, so we have to identify the forces. But we also need to avoid staying or returning to the exact same place. Now, place is a, I'm using that as a metaphor because ultimately to me, the better way of saying that is drive to be different than the person you were yesterday. Understand that to do work on this career, this entity you're building, you've got to evolve. You've got to change and be different than who you were at the start. And again, it goes back to looking at those forces to say, okay, well, what direction am I going? Where, what's important to me? What are my principles? What are my values? What are my goals? And then move in that direction. Keep that 
as your focus, optimize the forces, and get to that next point. Avoid a displacement of zero. Avoid returning to that same baseline. Consider growth as that journey, as moving from point A to point B. You can look around and try to find a metric to compare yourself against. I mean, you could say, oh, what are my friends doing? What does my employer kind of expect of me? What's a coach going to tell me? And I mean, that's fine. Those are all valid checkpoints. But from my perspective, the value comes from defining movement for yourself. How are you going to evolve and change as a clinician, as a person, as a human, and to other people in your life as well? Is it in the same direction as the forces that are applied in your life that you're applying to your career? Are you cutting yourself off at the knees by applying forces in an opposing direction or setting a, or unknowingly aiming for a goal that's not actually in the direction you want to go? So I found that analogy interesting. I love thinking about, you know, those those simple basic science principles. Maybe you enjoyed thinking about those free body diagrams, uh, thinking back to physics and those prereqs. But, you know, consider. Consider that application to your own life. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, and again, you know, take it or leave it. These are just my musings. Um, Certainly, you may have a different interpretation and you may say, Catherine, I don't want to hear about free body diagrams. Hey, that's cool too. But uh, look around in the natural world, see how maybe, maybe our struggles and our successes aren't unique to dentistry, certainly, and maybe not even all that unique outside of the natural world. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to join the conversation, please do connect with us. You could find us on Instagram. Find us at theassociatescorner.com. Maybe this gives you some food for thought. It's fun to think about. But hope you're having a great week, everyone. Uh, As we always say, please do keep the patient first. Things really do fall in place after that. Have a great one. We'll see you next time. Bye.